Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, I've Never Been This Homesick Before. In 1873, a man named F.W. wrote his description of a good man. Listen carefully as I read it. He is an old and experienced man. In vice and wickedness, he is never found. 
Opposing the work of iniquity, he takes delight. In the downfall of his neighbor, he never rejoices. In the prosperity of any of his fellow creatures, he is ready to assist. In destroying the peace of society, he takes no pleasure. In service to the Lord, he is uncommonly diligent. In sowing discord among his friends and acquaintances, he takes no pride. In laboring to promote the cause of Christianity, he has not been negligent. In endeavoring to stigmatize all public teachers, he makes no exertion. To subdue his passions, he strives hard. To build up Satan's kingdom, he lends no aid. To the support of the gospel among the heathen, he contributes largely. To the devil, he will never go. To heaven, he must go where he will receive the just recompense of his reward. Then Mr. Emmons changed the punctuation, and using the same words, changed the description to an evil man. Listen again, and remember the words are exactly the same. He is an old and experienced man in vice and wickedness. He is never found opposing the work of iniquity. He takes delight in the downfall of his neighbor. He never rejoices in the prosperity of his fellow creatures. He is always ready to assist in destroying the peace of society. He takes no pleasure in serving the Lord. He is uncommonly diligent in sowing discord among friends and acquaintances. He takes no pride in laboring to promote the cause of Christianity. He has not been negligent in endeavoring to stigmatize all public teachers. He makes no exertions to subdue his passions. He strives hard to build up Satan's kingdom. He lends no aid to support the gospel among the heathen. He contributes largely to evil adversary. He pays no attention to good advice. He gives great heed to the devil. He will never go to heaven. He must go where he will receive the just recompense of his reward. Much of life depends on where we put the emphasis. We have to make choices every day. Are you making the right choices? Listen now as Lucinda Richardson sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Heal the Wound.
You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday School Hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our Sunday morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Gloria Rowe plays for us on the piano this wonderful medley, There is a Fountain Filled with Blood.
Leadership is a wonderful gift. How greatly it is needed in our day of such confusing values and challenges. Who do we follow? What leader has our best interest at heart? When cowboys trailed those big herds north to the Kansas Railheads back in the 1860s, they often discovered that certain steers were natural-born leaders. In fact, one steer became rather famous. Always, when the herd was pointed for the day's march, Old Blue found his way to the front of the crowd. He became almost a pet of the cowboys who allowed him to wander into their camp circle in the evenings and sample the treats they gave him. Old Blue was such a helpful leader that he wasn't shipped off to the slaughterhouse with the rest of the herd. Instead, the cowboys took him south again in the following spring. Old Blue was right back on the Chisholm Trail, leading another herd to the rendezvous with death. Steers with this natural ability and desire to lead were known as Judas Steers, since their leadership was really a betrayal of their fellow steers. We can hardly blame Old Blue. He didn't know where that trail was leading. He just knew he, he had to be out there at the head of the action. For eight cons consecutive summers, he walked from Texas to Kansas, while his unsuspecting brothers plodded obediently behind him. When he finally died, his long horns were mounted in the office of the Goodnight Ranch, which had profited handsomely from his services. The tragedy of our times is that many of the world's leaders in entertainment, sports, politics, and even religion are knowingly or unknowingly leading thousands of adoring followers down a dead-end path. Leadership is not all that is needed in, in these times. We must find leaders who know where they are going and who can be trusted to lead us to a better life and a higher level. We must not join a crowd just because some gifted persuader is issuing a call. The Caesars and Hitlers of history have always found a willing herd to follow them. The Lord Jesus Christ said, Wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destru destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. In all the conflicting voices of our day, one comes ringing through. It says, I am the way, and it is the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let all those whose leadership we follow and admire be themselves followers of him and his word. Listen to the words of this lovely song as Eddie Piper sings for us, How Great Thou Art.
Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home. What joy shall fill my heart? Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there sings my soul, my Savior God, to me. How great Thou art, how great Thou art, then sings my soul. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the New Year's Resolution. Last week, I invited you to yield your life to God with me. That I told you I wanted to be a Romans 12, verse 1. And I'm inviting you to participate. I'm inviting you and challenging you to make this resolution. Now remember, this resolution is not a worldly resolution. It's a sacrifice. It's a high calling that is acceptable unto God. Our resolution comes from the word of God and not from worldly things. Let's read it here in Romans 12.1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. A tremendous challenge for us. Again, this resolution does not conform to this world. This resolution is a conviction that you are God's, that you are his possession, that he has control, that he is for you, that God has you in his care. It's a point that you come to in your life when you give your life to the Lord and it is his. You say to him, whatever you want me to do, Lord, I will do it. This resolution that I'm asking you to participate with me in, it does not conform to this world. It requires you and I to be transformed. Let's read it together in verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What we do and how we do it isn't of this world. We have the blueprints in front of us and which will help us be that man or woman God has called us to be. 
We are a children of God, and we are not to conform to this world. If we were to do that, Christ would have never come. He came to save us from this evil world. Galatians in chapter 1, starting in verse 3, it says, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God tells us to be different. He does not want us to conform. That we are set apart. We're his children. We are not to be conforming. When, when you don't conform, you will get looks. People will see that you are different, and we are to be different. We are ambassadors for God. We are the ambassadors for Christ. We are to be lights shining in the dark world that we are in. Ephesians 5 tells us that we are to walk as children of light. So instead of conforming, we need transformation. We need to tr transform. And transform, how do we do that? Well, we do that by the renewing of our mind. It tells us here in God's holy word. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And renewing your mind is by God's word. Listen as I read 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. It says it best, but we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. As we are occupied with Christ and His Word, we are transformed in the same image from glory to glory. And that is by the action of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. Transformation takes place by the renewing of your mind. We are to grow from God's word because Romans 10, 17 tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. We are to put off the old man as the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 to 24 tells us. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of the heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ." If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. God desires for you and I to live the transformation life, that we are to put on the new man. 
which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So let us put on the new man that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And again, that starts with verse 1 in chapter 12 of Romans that we present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to him. And if we do that, we can prove. We can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We will be able to prove for ourselves that his will is good and acceptable and perfect for you. You will look back in your life and thank God for giving you the courage to make this resolution. Be ye transformed by his word. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 8 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. You have been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.